You love soap operas, right? Who doesn't? And puppets? Everyone loves puppets. I want to tell you about a live show that's coming up in Smack Alley on April 19th and 20th. It's called Fur City, and it is an improvised soap opera with puppets. Features myself and some of the brilliant cast members that are regularly on this show, uh, the likes of Kelly Shatter, Tony Cantwell, Ali Fox, Peter McGann, Pearl O'Rourke, and Luke Benson. Uh, it's going to be hilarious. Get your tickets now. They should be up on the Smock Alley website. If they're not up there yet, they will be soon. Stick it in your diaries. April 19th and 20th, that's Easter weekend, Fur City at Smock Alley. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phoning show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. Bill is on the phone. Bill, you lost your trousers? I lost my trousers, Dave. I lost my trousers. What happened? Have you seen my trousers? I haven't seen your trousers, no. Oh, I'm just calling in. They were kind of blue. Yeah. Is yeah. that do you, does that ring any bells? Well, where 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 did you think you left them? Or I took a big. I was on a slide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, I went down. They say it said there was a sign on the sides. Don't go down the wrong way. And I went down the wrong way. My trousers just flew off. Why did you? They were elasticated, so they flew into the air. Yeah. And they flew over a hedge. And I think a, a bold boy stole them. A bold boy. Yes. A bold boy. Um, just before we get on to that, why did you go down backwards when it said not I to went, go down? Well, I went, I mean, you see, because I went down forwards. Yeah. Head first. Yeah. And I thought, well, that seems reasonable. I'd never been on a slide before. I'm 92 years old. Okay. Um, so I was like, well, let's have a go. And I, just as I was launching off the top of the slide, I saw the sign that said, don't go down forwards. Okay. You need to go down, like, backwards, backwards. in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess it was saying feet first. Feet I didn't first. have time to read the whole thing because... So you were halfway to propelling yourself down was, the slide when yeah, you saw the sign. Like, it was like, point too late. of no return. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you say a bold boy, why do you think it was a bold boy? Why do you think it was a bold boy? Because he, he, like, I just heard like a whistling. Yeah. A whistling sound like... <laughs> Yeah. Like he was up to, you know, nobody whistles unless they're up to something suspicious, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I reckon it was probably, uh, by the time I got around the other side of the hedge, there was no sign of anything. Right. Well, look, there, we have a boy here on the oh. line, uh, Billy. And Billy, d- did you find this man's trousers? Um, yeah, I was in the park um, and I found Listen them. to that voice, Dave. That is a bold voice. Bold voice, yeah. Well, um, I just kind of thought that finders, keepers, losers, weepers. So um, I'm actually... Hard to argue with that. Well, I didn't know that this was a barrister you'd had on the line, Dave. Well, um, I put them up on eBay now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so if you'd like to put in a bid, then um, they're there. They haven't been, uh, been finalised yet. What do you think of that? What, what's the minimum bid? Um, I think they're at about £300 now. Steep enough. Were that they, is. Were they designer or? They've been designed by my wife. Well, we actually, um, I, I brought them to um, my granddad, and he said they were actually um, from World War Two. Um, yes. They were. They were issue military issue. So. Well, yes. I mean, when I say my wife, I was married to the army. 
yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were World War II, uh, which, which side did you fight on? <laughs> Listen, I had a go. I had a go on all sides. I wasn't really sure yeah, which yeah, way yeah. to I think my, my, my granddad said, um, uh, he said German, I think he yeah, said. Yeah. Did, I, I don't they, really uh, know. Yes. I haven't done that in history Have yet. you checked the label? Did, the they motherland. Say, <laughs> did they say Hugo Boss on them? Uh, yeah, well, uh, yes. They say Hugo Boss, yeah, yeah. and uh, yes, and he, I, they were handed to me by Hugo Boss, and he said, "There you go, that'll help with <laughs> no fighting way. for the Nazis." And I said, "Thank you, Hugo Boss. You're a good supporter of the Nazis." And there was also some Hugo Boss uh, clone in the pockets as well. So. Well, that's because of uh, the other issue that I have, which is well, uh, when I when I do anything and when I exert myself, you know. I'm a 92-year-old man. Yeah, I mean, a lot, you know, it's just wind passing through me all day long. I'm like a funnel. Okay, they were soiled. They were soiled. And I think that's why they probably would be worth a lot more um, on eBay. I think because the reason they're soiled. The pounds, they're, 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 they're shit. Shit in them. Yeah. I well, mean, people are into all sorts I mean, of weird things. I want to bring on the owner of the park you were in, uh, oh, the amusement park. Yes. Uh, Tim, you've you've heard this kind of story before, have you? Uh, I have. What, yeah, what? it's a frequent thing. Yeah? Well, yes. Uh, you, old men coming to the end of their lives. Mm, Never been on a slide before. Yeah. yeah. Veterans in particular. Yeah. Uh, you know, we put up a sign. We put up a... We didn't think anyone could climb over the rails at that age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, snow snow them. Well, I lost what? I lost my top climbing over the rails as well. So yeah. why do, why do you, why do you think elderly veterans are oh, are going to a theme park? It's like a callback to the war. I mean, to be fair, the theme of the theme park is the Second World mm. War. Right. Yeah. So it's just reliving the glory days. Yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't be the most. Um, you get the impression that these men have peaked. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. So they fought peak. in the war and then just hung around for 40, 50 years, 60 yeah. years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very much so. Didn't uh, get up too much when you got back. No, I mean, there was a lot of um, disgust in the neighborhood. You fought for both sides in mm. the war, what were you playing at? And people would just kicked me up in the ass for like 60 years. Yeah. That's yeah. what's been happening. Well. Yeah. It's unusual that you say you lost your trousers. Well, what we find happens a lot is that uh, many of age take off their trousers to, and hang them on the rails to go on the slide. Oh, is that what ha- that is that was, what happens? I don't no, know if it's a generational no, I mean, thing not, or no. It's not what happened to me. I, mean, I, did, I did take off my glasses. Yeah, and hung them on the railings because I didn't want to get them uh, injured. Yeah. But uh, but no, the, so the, you took your your shirt off. Shirt came off involuntarily <laughs> oh, on the railings. Oh, got caught Ripped on the railings. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. had the sleeves left. Okay. Uh, glasses took them off. It was like, well, the shirt's gone. I don't want to waste the glasses too. But the problem is, when you take off your glasses, Dave, you can't find your glasses anymore. So are you uh, <laughs> currently wandering around? I don't know where I am. Yeah, I yeah. can't see my trousers. I'm just wearing a pair of sleeves. Oh, uh, sleeves. From a shirt. The rest of the shirt's ripped off. The sleeves were all that remained. Okay, I want to bring on a uh, a former army buddy of yours, oh. uh, Hans. <laughs> Hans, uh, have you, you have you experienced anything like this? Like the desire to kind of get back to to the war and yeah, no, big time. It's for me. It's exactly the same. Oh. Uh, it's in Germany we call it Frutenfladen. 
And oh, yeah. you, oh, yes. you might remember this. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so for us it's slightly different. We go and we try to go back to that uh, time in our lives, but we basically crawl into a hole um, mm. and just cry and we cover mm. ourselves in excrement. And, you know, oh. it's like being in the... The trenches? Ba- back in the trenches, yeah. which well, is, I know. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a dream come true is this a theme park it's a theme park yeah yeah so the trenches are all there and then there's the room of shame okay and that's my favorite because you go in and you look at all of the news coverage of everything that we did in the the years of the war yes yeah it's nice because you can bask in that and it brings you back to earth because sometimes we get our confidence back as a nation and then it's good yeah, to bring it back yeah, down. Right. And that yeah. word you mentioned earlier, Frudenfreude, yeah. that's the particular nostalgia you have for uh, despicable acts that you did. Isn't that it? That's, that, that's right, the, yeah. the meaning of the word. It yeah. doesn't quite translate into it's English. A, but it's exactly this, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, look, um, your trousers are gone. They're up on eBay. Doesn't, I mean, that's... I don't have 300 quid. Yeah, yeah. They've actually gone up now. They're oh, like, just while we've been talking. Yeah, 450. Who's probably, bidding on them? <laughs> I'm, I might have put in a small oh, bit because... Hans, it's bloody hell, the bloody trousers, Hans. I mean, what about, you know, for old times' sake? Give me my old trousers back. Hans, Hans why do you want the, his trousers? One victory for us, you know. It's hard oh. to, to sit in the shame room all weekend yeah. and then maybe nice to perhaps have your trousers with the poo. Uh, shit, cover trousers. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, uh, I'm sorry uh, we haven't been able to help you today. Uh, no, your it's been a huge help to me. It has? Yes. How so? Oh, I think I'm going to dig a hole in the ground and sit in my own shit. Okay, great. Well, at least we, we got to that, guys. Thank you so much, everyone, for calling in. It was great talking to you. We're going to move on to some other callers now. Um, this week, we're talking about deadbeat dads. Siobhan, your dad stole something from you. Is that right? He stole a lot of my happy memories as a child. How did he steal them? Well, Dad, uh, he tried to be such a good dad as a child to Mm. me that um, I feel like in some ways he outshone me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I look back at the photos, I can't enjoy any of the memories. Because he was was too good of a dad. He was too good of a dad. Can you give an example of how he was too good? Well... Here's one. Okay, so you might remember the Fun Factory. Yes. Yeah, so the Fun Factory was a big hit for us as children. For and people that don't know, maybe just remind them it was a kind so of a play. It was kind of a soft play zone. Yeah, soft play zone. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. And slides. There, were, and, there were slides. Yeah. There was the ball pit. Um, and he, in many ways, at my 11th birthday, um, was so supportive and so much fun that the other children wanted to hang out with him more than me. Okay. Stole your thunder. So he stole my thunder. Um, if someone called over to play Cluedo with me yeah. or Monopoly, he'd join in mm. and he'd crack a couple of dad jokes and people go, <laughs> Michael, and then, I, then I'm then i invisible in the space. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? And did he start hanging out with your friends when you weren't there? He did, yeah. He also started dressing like a lot of us. Uh, he had an umbro jumper. Yeah. Um, he used to wear a sideways baseball cap and he became kind of the leader of the gang. Okay. And that was, for me, just really embarrassing. And were you part of the gang? I became a fringe member of the gang, fringe, if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. Did he did he edge you out, do you think, a little bit? Subtly. How did he do that? Whenever I'd say something, he'd just go, ooh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I remember people used to say, yeah, right, at Laugh Back then, actually. That was quite a popular way to yeah. kind of to, to make something Just feel Just subtly small. undermine, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, how are things now with your dad? It's kind of happening again. Really? I, yeah, I had a work event and he came along to support. Yeah. And went up and, and started talking to some of the other people at the work event. Next thing I know, Monday morning at work, people are going, your dad, oh my God, he's unreal. Uh, and I started to feel that slow edging out. And we go for drinks on that Friday. Who's there? Dad. Oh, no way. Yeah. So he was there like owning the room, cracking jokes, um, handing in his business card. How did he even know where to be? Because he'd made such good friends. Oh, okay. He was like texting them and, oh, where are we going, lads? Exactly. Yeah. And then I started seeing that he's in a WhatsApp group with all my mates from work and yeah. they're all going on a little trip in a couple of weeks to Copenhagen. And oh. I don't know how, like, but somehow I'm not involved. Nice. Um, yeah. Like, has he got a separate WhatsApp group? Got with, a separate WhatsApp group. With all of them and you're not in it? It's, yeah, he called it Mike's Mates. Mike's Mates. Oh, my God. Well, look, I want to bring in your dad, Mike. Um What's up, bro? Hey, <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, good, oh, yeah. suddenly the show is just better already, isn't it? <laughs> That's just a real, uh, yeah. You've got a real infectious yeah, laugh there, Mike. Yeah, it's just good fun. It's just good fun, man. What's your number, by the way? Uh, let's get on a WhatsApp yeah, let's, group. Let's, uh, let's, right. let's catch up after the show. Yeah, You're heading over to Copenhagen. Yeah. Oh, man. Copenhagen's going to be radical. It's such a cool city, isn't it? Like, there's so much it's to do. so good. People, people don't realize, like, the bar scene there. and the the, the, the bars. Uh, yeah, well, hang on a second. We'll, we'll get back here. Yeah, no. We're just talking to Mike yeah, now. No, yeah, no. We went to Copenhagen. Like, just, it's such a great, a great place. I once surfed into Copenhagen Harbor. What? Yeah, man. How did you do that? I don't know. I don't even know how it happened. I, I was on an ocean liner just heading down uh, through the uh, Baltic. And uh, I was like... Hey, dude, is this surfboard uh, for free? And the guy was like, well, I don't even know how we got a surfboard on here. And I said, grand. And I grabbed it. I surfed my way into Copenhagen Harbour, kissed the little mermaid on the way in, and uh, was in having a pint. Like, I just slid right up onto the shore into a bar and was having a pint oh by the God. time uh, the ferry was still watching me, and they were all applauding. They were oh all like, God. let's form a WhatsApp group. And I was like, lads, I'll see you there. <laughs> Dad, Dad. Oh, huh? Siobhan, Who's this? Sorry, sorry. Siobhan sorry. is still on the line. No, you're fine. Siobhan who now? That's Dad, your daughter. Me. Oh, yeah, I remember you. How have you been? Yeah, Dad, I I, I was just going to, I was actually calling in, it's kind of, I was trying to get a bit of support from Dave, and it just feels like you guys are just having oh, a bromance. Like, God, I just, somehow the atmosphere is just heading yeah, downhill, it's Dave. Downhill. It's just kind of like... Uh, Mike, will you stay on the line? Man, I'm going to stay on the line forever. Okay, Let's great. never end this yes, phone call, no, all right? I've got some other callers, but I think like, you could maybe okay. roll in a little bit. Whoa, Siobhan, whoa, want me to watch head out? On? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good to talk to you. Thanks so okay, much for, for phoning in. Thanks. Great. Uh, Dave, just so you know, I'm off-roading at the moment, so uh, just if I, if I cut off, that's what's happening. You could I'm probably be in and out. Dead. No worries. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have you on a bad signal than not at all. Yeah, man. Um, Dara, Dara's on the line. Dara, you are a self-confessed deadbeat dad. Is that right? Mm, yes. Well, why, why, do you, why do you take that title on? or why Are you proud of it? Or? Uh, well, when I was young, I, I didn't have much of a childhood. I had to go to work early. Mm. So I said to myself, you know, when I have a child uh, and he's growing up, I'm not going to let him get in the way of me having a second childhood. Okay. Do you know what right, I mean? so you feel like you, you, you've earned this. Yeah, I think so. And what, what ways would you consider yourself a deadbeat dad? Uh, well, I mean, what have you got? It's just, he's there doing his own thing. I'm assuming he'll be okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I'm just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And the only term I know for that is a deadbeat dad. Sure. So I just take that on. Yeah, you know? yeah. But in a good way. And how's he getting on? 
grand, yeah. I think. Do you know what I mean? You're not really sure? Well, I mean, he's only 10. Yeah. So, like, what can he be doing? He'll be going to school. Yeah, he's probably going to school. with his friends. Yeah, probably. Those are, like, the only two options yeah, available yeah. to him. What's his name? Uh, John. John. Yeah, Jonathan. Took you all there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, look, um, John, uh, our producer's got in touch with John. He's on the phone. John. Hey, uh, Dad, I'm um, still in Taito Park. Uh, you, yeah, you let, sounds good. Remember a couple of weeks ago. Um, it does sound good. You said you were going to the toilet and um, I went to get some um, Taitos. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm still here. Oh, cool. Is, How's it going? Oh, it's it's really good stuff. Yeah. I really yeah. nice. Um, I I gave him the number that you wrote in my hand, but uh, it's it's a like one digit less yeah. than number. So cool. Yeah. So um, you're having you've been having a great time down in Taylor Park. Your dad brought you down. Well, yeah. I mean, you only paid admission for for the couple of hours, so I've actually um I'm here uh, working here. Oh, you're um, working there now. Yeah. You get to live there. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, is that kind of like a dream for you to to live uh, and work in Taylor Park? Not really. I kind of just miss uh, you and Mum. Um, I don't know if Mum knows um, I'm here either, but um, I I don't really like Taylor's anymore. That's Let's the bring Mike food. in on this. Mike, have you been to Taylor Park? Oh man, dude, listen, I fucking own Taylor Park. What? All right, yeah, yeah. I, I, what? I, Tell me why. Uh, well, uh, I bet the I bet the owner, Mister Tato, is that's his actual name. Yeah, yeah. That's not just like a marketing thing, right? So I I met Mister Tato. I was like. Yeah, what, that's your name? Right, okay, cool. And then he was like, listen, I bet you can't uh, skim me across this lake uh, like a stone, like a skimming stone. He's a full-grown man. And I was like, man, I bet I can. And I picked him up by the legs, and what do you know, he went... <laughs> his head sits... <laughs> His head hit straight off a rock, and uh, poor old Greater died. But <laughs> but I managed to get some documentation out of him, so I own Taylor Park. What now. you own yeah, Taylor man. Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so is listen, crazy. Uh, what's the kid's name? Jonathan. Jonathan. John or Jonathan? Uh, John. Well, uh, Dad calls me John or Johner, but um. But you Jonathan. prefer yeah, whichever. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. Uh, whichever. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, can I also just say that um, Mr. Tato is not a very nice boss. Um, he is not nice to his staff. He doesn't treat uh, us very well. Uh, that's probably because he's dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of him. But, but I have, uh, it is a little bit of a weekend at Bernie situation going on there, Dave. <laughs> So, Mr. Tato... Uh, oh, so when you, you, when you say you got him to sign away the park... Yeah, man. That uh, was a, like, an idea. hands on a string, well, pens stuck in the... I mean, it's a little bit more up-to-date than that, you know, and a little bit of a hobbyist in, in robotics. So yeah. I have stuck an exoskeleton into Mr. Tato, yeah. and uh, and he is... Uh, yeah, he is... He, like, I can't really control the power, but I can move him around, so he's just yeah, yeah. wandering around Tato Park, devastating the place, basically. He's <laughs> crushing the rides and stuff. I think maybe that makes sense as to why he's not very nice. Yeah, he's not uh, nice at all. But, <laughs> why we uh, haven't been paid in two weeks. No, you yeah, won't. Yeah. I mean, he tries to pay people and he just fecks the money over. <laughs> like It travels like a mile. Yeah. He just can't hand notes over to anybody. Okay, well look, yeah. John, you're having a great time down in Taylor Park, it sounds um, like you, your dad's le- letting you live yeah. your dream. Um, Would you, do you think your dad's a deadbeat? Um, well, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, we meet up once a month and he brings me somewhere and leaves me there. Mm. But it might just be that he has a really bad memory. Yeah. Dara, where else have you left John? I'm in the park. Yeah. Uh, 
We normally go to theme parks. The World, you know the world War II. Uh, I love theme That park. World War II park, amusement what? park that we went to. Where? The World the, War II. The World II. War II amusement oh, yeah. park that we went to. That Pretty was, cool. Left yeah. in the room of shame. Yeah, but then I was, I was left there with a lot of old people who yeah. shit themselves. So yeah. that was actually the scariest one out of mm. all of them. Yeah. Did you work there for a while? Um. Well, it, it doesn't seem to be any staff there. It just seems to be a lot of very confused old men walking around without their trousers on. Yeah. Um, and one young boy. And yeah, yeah. Um, but um, you probably learned a bit though about history and yeah, yeah, trousers. I did, and um, you know, uh, I got on really well with uh, some of the old guys. Um, I got to help them clean the shit off their yeah. their their pants and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like charity work. That's character building, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Listen, Dave, I don't. I, I if you, hope you don't mind me waiting in here, but I think I have a solution to all all our problems here. Okay. Uh, Dara doesn't care about his son, and John doesn't doesn't really you know have a dad and. You know, I don't have any significant kids of my, oh my own, um, like none that I can remember or have any influence on my life. But so I know what it's like to not have any kids, and I also know that Mr. Uh, Brian Brian Tato doesn't have any kids himself. He never never raised a family. So if John wants, he could be adopted by robotic Brian Tato. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I can pull some strings and we can make that happen. Yeah, not actual strings though, because it's more. No, there's no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, John, how does that sound? I just, um, I just want to know if Mom knows. I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't have to be you, Dad. I mean, Mom probably. He's coming for you, John. He's going to give you a big hug. Um, uh, I think I have to go back to work now. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, look, it was great uh, to have you all on the phone. I'm delighted that John, you're, you've you've you found a new um, guardian, I suppose. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Slash nemesis. Dara, you can no. take it even easier yeah, because good. John's going to be out of the way for a mm-hmm. while. And Mike, it's just been. A, how did you end up on a on a on a section of the show about deadbeat dads? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. How do we even start talking? I, I feel know, like I've known you forever. I know. We should do this again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Like all fair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Dave. Copenhagen. Yes, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, great, guys. Thanks for calling in. My guest in studio today is a celebrity gossip columnist and the author of a new tell-all book that charts some of the scandals that have rocked the Irish entertainment world for the last 50 years. The book is Scandalightful. The author is Edwina Lyons. Edwina, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Dave. Great to be here. How are you? Great to have you. Um, This is a a fascinating book. I haven't had a chance to get through it all, but... um, what would, what would you say is the biggest celebrity scandal to ever rock Ireland? So this goes back to the early noughties. I don't know if you remember that era, but I wow, do. what a, a time. A great time, yeah. Oh, we had so much fun. Wow. So the characters involved were Gay Byrne. Okay. Eileen Dunn. Eileen Dunn, yeah. She, she, weather Woman? Weather Woman. Yes, yeah, yeah. You start to piece this one together. Um, I don't want to jump to any conclusions. Marty Morrissey. Okay, yeah, Marty, yeah. Mahal O'Hare. A lot of people involved. A lot of people involved. Okay. And Linda Martin. Right. Um, where's the scene? We were down in the K-Club. You were there, were you? I was there, oh, okay. absolutely. So I was involved in the mix as well. And what happened was the whole gang ended up in, as they do, with enough booze on board, an incredibly erotic game of Jenga. Jenga. Human Jenga. Human Jenga. Human Jenga. Right. right. So picture this. Who's on top? Gay Byrne. Yeah. Eileen Dunn un- underneath. Yeah, sure. Mahalo hair underneath her. Yeah. 
Me. You. And then uh, Marty down the bottom. Marty down yeah, the bottom. Yeah. Poor lad. And that's why he's actually as small as he is. Because really? he was actually, he was taller before. Oh, so you're not, you're not, uh, are you uh, horizontal or you're standing vertically? Well, he was standing vertically. He made an awful boo-boo there. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that was, was you and Jenga just in the ballroom there in the K-Club. And this is what happens with free bars, guys. Yeah, it gets messy. <laughs> Absolutely. And when, when you're playing human Jenga, who then removes the pieces, as it were? So that was or Dave McWilliams. Who oh, was there. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. A young Dave McWilliams um, yeah. with his lovely structured way of thinking. He was perfect for it. Yeah. And um, we, we talk about like a lot of different Irish celebrities uh, in the book, but who, who gets the most coverage, do you think? Who's had, who's had like the, the biggest number of scandals? It was none other than Eileen. So it was Eileen Dunn. Really? I did a graph and it was all the sort of sexual partners within the Irish celebrity world. Yeah. And you name them, intergenerational, every, you know, film, TV, music, they all lead back to Eileen at some stage. I saw Bosco's name in there, which was Bosco's in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I believe they dated for about six months. And this wasn't, I mean, this wasn't the person who operated it was actually it was actually Bosco yeah yeah. so I have a, a beautiful picture of the two of them making out in Reynards and that's that's in the book well look I want to bring on some callers Edwina um, the first caller you might not be too happy to talk to uh, Rich Fokker is a lawyer for one of the celebrities referenced in your book Rich um, you have an issue with, with something that Edwina has written is that right yeah uh, I represent uh Marty Morrissey. Okay, yeah. We were just talking about him, actually. Yeah. yeah. You probably heard. Uh, and he was never taller than he is now. I just want to say that now. Really? He was always uh, five foot one. Even as a, a younger, as a child? And uh, yeah, actually. Really? Yeah, that's not the point I'm making, but uh, when he was born, he was five foot one. Okay. Uh, and then he hit puberty, and he, he didn't grow. Didn't grow at all. Uh, and Did he get he, a bit hairier, maybe? Uh, no, would you believe? Okay, so he was born, he basically came out fully formed. Uh, yeah, he obviously looked more youthful, he had a softer skin, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And he'll, he'll tell you that himself. I tell you, you know what, what I mean? though, the teeth, I mean, they're looking, like, pristine. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe they haven't Are changed. Are you implying something? Or? No, 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 that was yeah. just an observation. Because they are his teeth. Yes, of course. Do you know what I mean? Uh, they're no. not anyone else's teeth. Sure. You know what I mean? Nope, nope. There was no. I didn't imply. I don't know if you wrote, wrote anything about his teeth in your book or yeah, but I certainly not, wasn't uh, implying anything about his. I think it's interesting that what you're picking up on because I do. I talk about the teeth. I talk mm. about the jacuzzi. Mm. I talk about yes. I talk yeah, about well, the Dublin Zoo incident. I, well, I talk about all of it. So you talk about the what? Marty Morrissey in Dublin Zoo with the penguins. I talk about that. So Rich, um, what's what's what particular sections of the book is does Marty have a problem with and uh, are you going to be well I represent Marty so I have the problem with it sure uh, I just want to say that and he has uh, no problem with any of this particularly the allegations about uh, them being penguins teeth okay in his head but uh, I do and it's not because there's any truth to them it's because they're lies they're accusations you yes know what I mean? yeah yeah no I know what you're saying and like uh, have you started any kind of action against Edwina or what's 
Uh, well, normally, I don't know how familiar you are with Irish law, but I'm not, to be the honest. first stage is always confront them on national radio. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, we've, that's happened before in this show, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, thank you for offering us this venue for mediation. It's, you know, it's part of the service, to be honest. Um, so what do you want to see happen then? What do you want Edwina to do? Uh, I want to see her burned at the stake, mm. you know, uh, and all the copies of the book thrown into the ocean or launched into space oh, okay. ideally yeah yeah do you know what I mean yeah okay uh, so to the moon or to other planets they don't have to be destroyed but it just means that by the time anyone reads them uh, it'll be so far in the future that you know Marty Morris will be seen as a god yes and they'll be seen as heresy yeah that's true yeah yeah well look uh, that's obviously your starting position yeah um, Edwina, do you want to come back on that as a where you see maybe you could meet somewhere in the middle on that? I'm doing a signing in Eason's on Wednesday. What I am willing to do is if anyone picks up on the piece about Marty's height, mm. I'm willing to make a certain face that says I allude to I'm not saying any more about this. Uh, how is that? Well, how about I'm there uh, in the audience and when you get to that section... You let me shout up. Uh, that's a lie. Mm. You know. What do you think of that? How would that sound to you? Uh, With my pure hat on. Mm-hmm. I like it. Good. Okay. I think what we actually could do together is maybe collab. Uh, in what sort of way? On an Insta story. Uh, what do you mean by that? I don't really know. I'm too old to really understand Instagram, but... Yeah. I imagine you would do something like, you'd be reading the story, he shouts out, that's a lie. Somebody films it. Brilliant. Puts it, it up on their Insta story. Maybe someone who has a bit of a following themselves. Yeah. Yes. And then suddenly, you know, it's, it's yeah. a story. And you, know? you can put the link uh, to the uh, Snap Talk or whatever you yeah. said it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then when people are reading the book, they click on the link. And I hear my voice screaming, that's a lie, that's not true. Okay, that's like quite a uh, yeah, uh, high-tech kind of solution. You know I mean? Yeah, uh, no, that's uh, definitely for like the digital version of the book. It's not a penguin in Ireland missing his teeth, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich, stay on the line because we might need some legal advice with some of these other calls coming up. Um, uh, we have an anonymous caller on the line. We'll call her Susan. Susan, you have some gossip about Edwina, is that right? That's right, yes. Um... Edwina, you naughty, naughty girl. I was, who is this? Was, we're calling her Susan <clears throat> anyway. She doesn't want to give her name. <clears throat> I was in the K Club that day, that infamous night, and I know what happened after Jenga. <sighs> are you gonna? Are you gonna tell oh, us? You want me to tell you what happened? Well, I mean, otherwise it's a bit. Oh, sorry. For the um, rest of us, it's a oh, bit. Oh, okay. Well, just say, I myself am a celebrity. <laughs> Eileen, is that you? That is you, isn't it, Eileen? <laughs> She's not. Naughty, naughty. She's not denying us. Cold frontier. Yes, yeah. it's her. Let's just say there was a very frosty reception that night. Am I right? For who? <laughs> oh, I will tell. I will tell all. Will I? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Eileen, you're killing us here. Well... Do you know when you go to the bathroom in the K-Club, there is a nice lady or a man and they sell the chewing gum. Yes. And they sell the tampons. Yeah. And they sell the little bits. Yeah, we all know what they sell, yeah. Somebody took a chewing gum. 
did not leave a tip for oh. the nice lady in the bathroom. Okay, well, it's all coming out now, Drina, huh? Say there was a thunderstorm. <laughs> I'm very embarrassed. Oh, right, you admit it then? I never thought this would come back to haunt me, well, but yeah. Turnabout's fair play, huh? I only had a tenner, and I just felt like that was that was a lot to give for a piece of change. They can give you change. They can. Yeah, they yeah. can. Uh, yeah. Well, you could just not, not have taken the jungle. I could have not taken it, but yeah. I was going back to a human Jenga. You have to feel fresh in mm. those situations. I think you can all understand that aspect at least. We all wow. laughed. We all had a laugh. How embarrassing. She also fucked Marty Morris. <laughs> you should have led with that, I think. Oh, um, with the chewing gum. Eileen, stay on the line. I want to bring in one more caller. Uh, Susan. Susan, sorry. Yeah, we're not we're not confirming anything in terms of your identity. Yeah, no problem. Trevor, you are fed up with uh, people like Edwina trashing your hero. This whole Harrison has been bad mouthing Bosco all around town. Yeah, Bosco never wrote nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you say that, but there is photographic evidence. Photos, we can all have photos. I painted a photo last night. You painted a photo. Ah, yeah, I did. What was it of? I was of of Edwina dying when she was shot into the sun with all her manuscripts in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my photo. Yeah. I painted it in my mind. Okay, so you didn't actually physically paint it. No, I spent three hours staring at a wall just imagining how I would paint it and it would then be a photo. Well, I don't know though because... Bosco! Yeah. Saved! Bosco saved what? Bosco saved Ray Darcy's life. I didn't know that. I hadn't heard that story. Of course he did. When? Ray Darcy was washed up. He was nothing. Zigzagger left him. So this was like post Blackboard Jungle, but before Today FM. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. was still on the den, but oh, he was on the den. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Isn't that right? <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm, you're telling me. So I yeah, just. Ray wondering. Darcy was on the den. Of course, he was. <laughs> No, I know he was Jesus on the dead. Jesus Christ, what I'm are saying, we, I mean, is that scandalous? Is that in the Dreadus book? Ray Darcy was on the dead. Of course, Ray Darcy was on the dead. He no, I know, he was, <laughs> I know he was on the dead. I'm Jesus saying, Christ, for many years. You're describing a dark point in his life. Yeah. When he needed help. Chicken Jack and fucked off. Oh, they to the bar. To, to, to we all big, remember that. The big breakfast. Dustin was there, but he didn't seem to give a shit anymore. Yeah, he was just yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'll do flap flaps again. Yeah, Get yeah. sucky in here. Because yeah, yeah. I'm taking a fucking break. And out he would go for a cigarette. And Socky would... I mean, Socky, I mean, listen, we all, have, we all we all appreciate Socky, but in small doses, for yeah. God's sake, Dave, I mean, yeah. Socky can't hold down a show. No. And Ray was like, what am I going to do? What yeah. am I going to do, Bosco? What can I do? And Bosco said, Ray, you, Ray, you look at me. You are the den, okay? Yeah. They need to call this Darcy's den. And, and... Darcy went into the bosses in in our network too, and he said, "Fuck this! No longer is it going to be called the Den. It was Dempsey's Den, and then it was just the Den. Why is it not Darcy? Said it still works. The alliteration still works. Yeah. He said you're fired, Ray, and I said great, and off he went, and he had a lovely holiday. Okay, and that that saved was a- Darcy's life. Did it? 
I mean, it's, it doesn't sound and you like... could see the look in his eye as he was presenting the den. He was like, I'm oh, going to fucking yeah. kill myself. Yeah, I have to does. talk to Saki one yeah, more time. Yeah, this fella is a dope. I've made, <laughs> I've made a five-minute conversation with Zuppy for Christ's sake. I mean, that's just going, going yup, yup, yup at me. And I have to keep this together. Can I not just throw to the feckin' cartoon already? How many hours of this? I am trapped in a torment of talking to hands all day long. You seem to be, like, really um, knowledgeable in terms of what he was what we got into his the, mind I was the floor manager at the okay, time yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah of course okay I, look you want to defend Bosco Edwina Bosco is a hero yeah Edwina and what do you just say so, who did he make out with again who did Bosco kiss? I think it was Eileen, actually. Oh, for God's sake. I mean, I mean who hasn't? Come on. Bosco dumped her for uh, uh, the... Uh, the uh, other fucking weather girl, Nula. Nula. Mm. And, uh, well... I listen. hear. Apparently, I don't know, really. Susan, I mean, you're doing a bad job of... Huh? You're doing a bad job of hiding your identity. me, Susan. Yeah, no, I, I think we all know that it's you, Eileen, in fact. Uh, I just... Bosco... I... I can't... He was a very important person in my life. I think it was a he, was it a he? Uh... <laughs> Gender neutral. Uh, yeah, I think he was pretty. He was a boy. He people, was a little boy. Bosco. People forget I don't know. that. Yes, he was a boy. Excuse he was a boy, but he was played well. He was. <laughs> people forget there was no gender neutral back then. Bosco started Bosco all that. Bosco pioneered that he, in the mainstream. You I know, think. Yeah. you would never dare ask Bosco's gender. He was just. She was. It. They. I think. Th- 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 they were just Bosco. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there's something incredibly. <clears throat> Bloody attractive about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it gets you the androgyny things like Bowie and stuff. Rich, do you uh, represent Bosco? Uh, I do. And He's a new client. How how did how does the, how do they feel about the contents of the book? They're not chuffed, mm. but they're also, you know, any publicity's got publicity. Mm, I don't know if you've noticed, true. but uh Bosco's been quiet for the past yeah. couple of years. Yeah. How is he doing, actually? He's good. Okay. He's actually very good. He's mm-hmm. actually doing very well. Mm-hmm. But he's just in a fellow period, career-wise. Mm. But he's ready to make a comeback. So. Okay, yeah. So we're actually thinking for him, this could be This big. could be positive. Well, Trevor, like, you know, maybe maybe you don't need to defend, but like maybe he's looking for a bit of, you know, gossip to get out there. Yeah, or if you wanted to... Um, <clears throat> You know, take matters into your own hands. That could be good for us as well. Do you know what I mean? What are you suggesting? Uh, well, I don't want to put ideas into your head. But any acts of terror. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so no ideas, no particular ideas, but just some kind of act of terror. Yeah. Against whom exactly are you if saying? If you could do it at the book signing, I'm just saying it would be you really helpful. You want me to blow helpful. up the book signing? Not necessarily. You're going to get up there and say, Marty Morrissey <laughs> has penguin teeth. You're going to say, that's a lie and the whole building will blow up. <laughs> Maybe That'll a small idea, fire yeah. or something. Come, yeah, just... Jesus Christ. Sorry, I missed that. What was that? I said Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, no, I got that. Um, if so, if there's a terrorist act at the book launch... Um, yeah. That'd be amazing, guys. I feel like you'd have to link it back to... Like, you'd need to be holding, like, a photo of Bosco or something to or kind of... Or a boombox yeah. of uh, the Bosco theme. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Listen, I, I I don't know why. I mean, this I mean is, that's gonna Dave, that, I, that I, could I, get global press coverage. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's so a lot unusual. of very confused people all around the world yeah. would read about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big, could be big for Bosco, though. Because you, you think you read that story, the first thing you do is you go onto YouTube. Damn, are you part of this now? No, You're trying just, to get me to blow up a goddamn book launch. Well, no, I'm not saying blow it up. I'm I mean, a floor a small fire or. <laughs> Perfect. A fire? <laughs> well, you're a floor manager. You know, you know how. Uh... <laughs> Fire protocol. Yeah, you know fire protocol. So if I get them to abandon fire, decent fire protocols and hopefully a fire will start, or how am I starting this fire? I mean... Oh, Jesus, you know what? Matches? I know, I mean, I, like, I shouldn't be leaning into this now, but if somebody knew whether it was going to be a sunny day that day, then I could get a magnifying glass out and... And start a fire pretty fast. I mean, I don't know if anyone has that kind of information on yeah. whether it's going to be sunny on a particular day. Well, um, I might know someone who can help. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Eileen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and the books would make great kindling. Oh, that's, for well, the that's fire. true. And you could no, use no. your knowledge of uh, fire uh, protocols to... Dave, I mean, what are you trying to do here? Uh, listen, I'm going to have to talk to Ray about this. He's my... You know, he's kind of my... Um, your sponsor. Sponsor. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he's helped me through some tough times. He gave me the same advice that Bosco gave him. He was like, you need this to be... You need this to be Darcy's den. And I was like, that, right, that doesn't make any sense. That made sense for you. That doesn't make any sense for me. I don't... Like, I'm the floor manager. I can't name the den. And also, why would I call it Darcy's den? My name is... My surname is Sims. <laughs> I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank Mark Canton, Kate Feeney, Roxana Nicleum, sorry, Roxana Nicleum, and James Morn. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a like Sims. It's gone Sims. <laughs> Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I'm in Kyo's on March 25th, the Comedy Corner. Cool. Great. Uh, James. Uh, I have nothing to plug, but you can I have a website. It's jamesmoran.eu, or uh, you can follow me on Twitter either. Great, Mark. Uh, I um, check me out on markhanson.com. I've got all kinds of scripts and sketches and stuff like that. I also have a web series with Pearl O'Rourke, who's sometimes on this show. It's called Someone for Everyone. It's a spoof reality dating show. There's two episodes you can find on YouTube or Facebook. And we have a Facebook page, so you can like that. And um, we have like quizzes and stuff from the characters. And also, I perform regularly at the Tightrope, which is every Friday in the Pierce Centre <laughs> and every Monday uh, upstairs in Ansha. And it's a lot of fun. Hi, it's me, Roxana. Um, I will be doing a play, what is called I See You, uh, which is uh, me and Amy DeVroon, and Amy also wrote it. And it's going to be on in the new theatre from the 2nd to the 6th of April, and also in Limerick on the 26th of April as well. And you can also find me on google.com, Roxana McLean. Great. Um, I'd like to plug uh, our next tightrope show. We're doing another live phoning it in in the Pierce Centre on Friday, April 12th. Check Eventbrite for tickets. And I also want to plug Fur City, the improvised soap opera with puppets that I'm producing with Kelly Shatter, which features lots of the regular guests of this show. Uh, that's going to be on Smack Alley on Good Friday, uh, 19th of April and the 20th of April. So check Smack Alley's websites for tickets to that. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you to Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to John O'Farrell for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening.
Cardi Cuts. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.